podcast this is your host matt as always i'm thanking you for coming through catching the vibes and being enlightened through literature as always man it is a treat to be able to sit down with family i've had a few family episodes on here but this is a special episode it's been a long time coming actually like we we haven't talked in a minute but we here and we've been able to chop it up before we started recording so Mm-hmm. We we we're, we're ready to lock it in. I'm with my cousin Celeste. <laughs> What's going on? What is going on, man? It's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. So many memories in a short span of time, like yeah. And it's um we're grateful and before you know it before I get into that, and we also have my beautiful exquisite mm-hmm. wife. On. Come on, introduce her. Eukarya, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Mrs. Bird. Yes. We are, Mrs. Z. We are glad to have you. Oh, thank We're you. Glad to have you both. Yeah. Um, y'all, small, small tidbit. Just Mom's really had a number, like did a number mm-hmm. in, in her time in this, in this world. And one of the things we got to attribute... She was the one who tried to keep everybody connected in the family. Yeah, she, she, she made the Facebook page. She had the group chats going crazy. Like she, she was that glue. We just say, um, and with that, I've been able to connect with um, my cousins, second cousins, what have you, um, and just build relationships. So shout out to Samira as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robbie and the whole we can go into names but <laughs> what's going on to my whole family you know um, me and Celeste though like we Savannah State <laughs> yeah Savannah State <laughs> um, definitely had our times you know just after we met just being able to kick it on campus and just mm-hmm. talk you know just connected and I know and it was random very much it so it was random you know I didn't know that he was my dad's sister's son. Right. <laughs> like, how did, like, and we was small in the same world. area at the same time, around the same age. Like, that's small, very small world. Right, right. I was telling, I was telling her, um, earlier, you know, how I met Samara, we was in, we was in Spanish class, ain't know we was, was cousins, like, sitting two rows next to each other, ain't, ain't <laughs> no, but, 
You know, for real, Savannah. Whew. Man, Savannah. You just never know, but you never know. I found out I was a cousin with somebody on the bus one time mm. in high school. Like that was random. <laughs> I better, yeah, I better try to find out y'all family. What? Y'all don't know. <laughs> that's, that's that's not a fear, but mm-hmm. I mean I'm married now, so there's yeah, that. I but know. I know some of y'all out here. Y'all be careful. <laughs> but bro, um, just being able to sit down, talk, connect, mm-hmm. and I mean the book that we talking about. That's that's really an epitome. Of of what we got going on on this episode. Y'all know this one, Roots. If y'all ain't heard it, y'all seen it. Y'all know about Roots. Um, Alex Haley. If you don't, if you know that name, if you don't know that name, he also had a hand in the autobiography of Malcolm X. If you see that title, if you see that, that page, it say with Alex Haley. He had a, he had a help in writing this. So, he is an American writer, author of Roots, um, and ABC adapted it into the miniseries that many of you probably watched as a kid with your grandma. <laughs> I didn't watch it till much older. Yeah. Until I was much older. It was really after I read the book. Um, I wanted to see it as an adult, so I will say, and like you said, that movie is not like the book. No, it's not. That's what a lot of that's what a lot of movies though, you know. They'll they'll make the movies and a lot of people just won't even pick up a book. You know, that's not that's not a thing. They'll read it, we'll read it, we'll read books, you know, but you know But they don't do it justice. Yeah. They don't do the the book justice. What you're basing it off of, you're not doing it justice. Come on. And then you read the book, you're like, Whoa, you y'all missed a lot of things in the movie. So much (laughs) more detail. so much more detail and right. that's why I love this mm-hmm. and I promise you I, I don't care the circumstance I'm not getting the audiobook no shade to anybody who gets audiobooks and listens to audiobooks that is your thing mm-hmm. but me I need a, a physical copy of the book I gotta turn the page I gotta read it because again it's you, can get distracted. Yeah. Yeah. you can get distracted with audio you going about your day, you trying to listen to this audio book. You right about that, yeah. You done seen something, heard something, your child <laughs> acting up, now you got to go rewind it. You got to turn what it off. What do you You got to go back. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm three pages ahead of you because I'm locked in on this book. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an experience, too. You know, sitting down, reading a book. Time. But you know, well, a, a lot of times, we don't do it. Some people just, we don't have time, you know. I, that's, what, that's what it be with a lot of people, right? Like. That's, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's what yeah. can be said. Yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> and I'm not a dictator of people's time. Everybody has a different schedule. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's why you time. get what works what works for you. Yeah. You make time for what you want. You know. Mm-hmm. Make yes. time for what you want to do. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Sit down. Cut your screen off. Listen to your audio book or read a book. And you know what's, um, I'm reading a book right now uh, about uh, Michael Todd, Crazy Faith. I read that. Man, I'm, 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 
I'm right there. Yeah, I haven't read it in a couple of days, honestly. But it's I've been reading it. Well, I mean, I, re- I woke up one morning, and I just took thirty, you know, thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and I just read it. And I was like, "Damn, I'm locked in on this." I, I did. I read more pages than I thought. I'm like, "Damn." Man, I do like it. It's a good book. She saw it the other day that I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I sit down. I get in my own zone. You know, I get into a book. Next thing I know, I done read twenty pages. Easily. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Bro. Okay, so. <clears throat> Oops. It is a... It's not really an autobiography. It's more like a family lineage, if you will. Like, if you look at the grand scheme of the book, it, it we know Kunta Kente, mm-hmm. but it starts before him. And okay. it talks about his, his fathers, his ancestors, and it traces all the way back, supposedly, to Haley. This is his family lineage. So, of course, of course, like, I feel like events through the book may be fabricated, of course, because, again, they, mm-hmm. not everybody was there. <laughs> so, there's some imagination, but there's still that raw history of the abduction of Africans to America. You're right. Yeah. And I've talked about race more often than not on this podcast. We started this thing off with uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Still one of the favorite episodes to date. If you have not listened to it, go back and run it back. What up, Cam? But listen, the African-American quest for identity. That's how we started this podcast off. Mm -hmm. The African-American quest for identity. Now... There's a lot to unpack on this one topic alone. Mm-hmm. Because you get into what part of Africa you're from, what part of other countries you're from, do you classify as African? You're black now, but <laughs> you you have all these other different nationalities and ethnicities behind that Afro. So, the quest for identity is, and from, especially from this book, like, What do you do when everything you know is stripped away from you? You remember it, sure, but you you in a land where it's not is is it's unfamiliar. It's not welcome. It's not welcoming either. It's a hostile situation, and I don't know what to do. That's crazy, you know, and and you know, that's where that's where God comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> them, them slaves had to be you know when they was in that situation of course they had to be praying to a God and they know and you know they had to pray to something even if they didn't know it was black white what they didn't care about the color they cared about who he was what it was and it was for them you know because they have traditions too right and I was telling my wife a long time ago you know in, even in the root situation where they was abducted mm-hmm. you know if they would have sung them ancestors would have came out the grave, bro. Man. I feel like them ancestors would have rose up. But it was I feel like also too they were they were they were betrayed by one of ours. For sure. Because the white people didn't know where to go. They had somebody from here exactly. or from there right. to lead them to people to where take. they were. Right. That's crazy. The Afro American quest for identity. Now Mm. As black people, 
we all want to try to make our stamp some type of way. It's our birthright. We got to. Like, every, we don't know because of slavery. We, most of us don't know exactly where we came from. Are we uh, from the Zosha tribe? Or are we from, you know, South America? Yeah. Like, did our ancestors it's really have to go through yeah. apartheid? Like, what? Where are you from? <laughs> and I mean, yeah, you could go to ancestry and shit, but you don't know if that's all the way correct because rumor has it they be tampering with the results. So, you just, man, that would know. That's crazy. And if, if you would want to, if you would really, never really know, then you have to look into the family, your family, probably. But then shit. Things get twisted even then. That. And we're getting to an age most of our people dying off. Mm, yeah. All my grandparents gone. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah. My mother made her transition, so. Yeah. Pops, what? I get information. Of course, you get family photos and scrapbooks and stuff. That's all of that. But it's nothing like hearing where you come from and knowing, like, mm-hmm. what y'all had to go through. <clears throat> Yeah, sure. And then you know, if you, you know, I, I, you know, I miss those conversations that I used to have with my grandparent, my grandmother, Louis Ray, you know, and I'm, you know, we was talking about that the other day, like about our grandparents, like you know, they were some strong women, mm-hmm. you know, those are some strong people, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying they had to deal with things we didn't have to deal with, For sure. and you know, that I, I thank God for that because. What they had to deal with, do we really think we would have been able to deal with it? The temper of this generation, the sensitivity <laughs> of this generation. Really we would have been able to see people hanging from the trees and having to keep going by and can't do nothing about it. You think you'll be able to be okay with somebody looking for your family member because they're mad about something? You know what I'm saying? Or just having to be in the fear of just living, going, going to school, going to work. Like, we not, we not with this generation. We not with that no more. We not we not falling for that. And in some twisted universe, I would love to see how this activist generation would have handled Jim Crow. How? Say that one more time, because <laughs> I want to make sure I heard that. I mean, I w- I would like to see how this generation's activist group would mm-hmm. have handled itself during Jim Crow. That's a good. I like that. Because, yeah. I mean, because again, there's no social media. Mm-hmm. You was on foot or driving, going to these towns, riding through these towns, rec- like a sundown town. If you don't know that term, yeah. y'all know what I mean, right? Sundown, like don't be there past sundown. Yeah, like, niggas don't need to be outside yeah. after the sun go down. Yeah. Because you prone to get lynched. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country, they need to bring that back. Like, I can't believe HBO would do that. Oh, they canceled. Y'all watch Lovecraft Country? No, I didn't. Oh my God. Okay, so look. Lovecraft Country, and of course, if you haven't watched it, listening, hopefully, you know, you go tune into it. Um, But it's basically like a history and magic type ordeal. It got. These names be escaping me like they can't. Let me look it up. It's, it's an amazing show. It's, it just shows so 
much. Y'all listening probably think like this man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking about these people. This man. They Alright, so you got the man Jonathan Mayer's Journey Smollett, um, and some more people basically, but they're going through history and segregation and like people got powers and it's monsters and stuff. Like I can't oh, wow. articulate it correctly, but it's 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 a great show. I'm yeah. gonna say all that to say it's a great That's show. I was getting too good and then Yeah. <laughs> It, it was revealing it, some things. It was too Afrocentric. I feel mm-hmm. like the the power of black people. Like after one season, come on, man. One season. One season. How many episodes? You remember? Don't make me lie to you. I don't remember. Let me it's okay. Since we're looking it up, <laughs> since I'm looking it up, ten. Ten episodes. You feel like that was enough? Never too much. But no, the quest for identity. Know your history, guys. I I don't think I can stress that enough. Try to try to get into your family history before your loved ones aren't here to tell it. You don't want to have to go through scrapbooks trying to piece it together. You want to get it from the source. Yeah, if you can, you know, you know, and I think too, Matt. You know, do you want to have children? Let me ask you that. Yes. Okay. So. We have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing I do know is the history is always going to be kind of fuzzy based on who's telling it. Hey, yeah. So the only history that we can really make is our kids. Like In it. a sense. You know what I'm saying? Of course, with God's help. And, you know, we only can learn what we learn from our parents. Mm-hmm. So we take what we learn, you know, and go from there. <clears throat> and life going to teach you, too. You can't get experiences without results. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't go through something without that being it. What I'm saying is we can make our own history too. Now we're these we're we're millennials, right? Yeah. And even those that's a little older than us, we really have to start with our kids now because we we're doing it for ourselves, but it's really for them that it's for now. Because the history isn't how it used to be. Because having a young black boy in America. That's a scary thing if you if he's out there like that. But if you teaching him and molding him in the best way, he ain't gonna be out there doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even with a young girl, she ain't on, she gonna be out here popping all this and that. You know what I'm saying? Around his spreading herself. You know. You mentioned um, ancestry, and I did that. I went back and tried to find where I came from because I wanted to know what tribe I was from. So um, I went back to my great great grandmother and she came from France so I don't know from what I'm understanding she was very light skinned Mm -hmm. and she was the darkest one on that plantation so I'm like okay she was very light skinned but the darkest one on the plantation I mean the lightest one on the plantation they're all right I think she was 13. Or very mulatto. She was wild. there. Because so, she was adopted. In That's wild. That's wild. France. Mm-hmm. See? And you here. <laughs> but you're right. Know your people. Because mm-hmm. that was it. Know where you come from. I like that. That was deep. And we can't forget where we come from, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I like that. I like how you were saying that as far as um, we really do. You know, and you know, most of our elderly are not here anymore. So even our parents really will have to ask questions from their other cousins or mm-hmm. their aunties or those that's probably still alive. Awesome. Like, they will really have to go down the line, the line, the line, and then after a while, just like, dang. Like you said, ancestries out there, other sources out there, but how we really know. It's like a rabbit hole. How we really know. Yeah, you don't want to get your DNA all the same way. I don't know about my DNA. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing with it? Right. <laughs> That's how I felt about the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you talk about that, and basically talk about family and community because, whew, in roots, again, it 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 started way before he was abducted. Abducted. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you see. His ancestry and how Kunta Kinte, not Toby, how Kunta Kinte came to be and how even after he was abducted, he perpetuated the traditions of his homeland. Like he would, he had a daughter and he did the same things that his dad told him and that he witnessed and other fathers and okay. ritual <clears throat> when they're born. So... That goes into what you're saying with your family using what was taught to them. That's your history. That's right. That's exactly right. Like you, you're, you keep generating this bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. It might be a little different. It might be a little, you know, that orthodox. Yeah. You know, what they normally would do, you know, hey, but it couldn't be done here. It can be. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that about history that we that's where we come from is our nature y'all abducted like you say us and we're not able to that's what we were doing is praising god and he didn't like it you know and if you if you if it's if you think real deep into that like that you know you write about it because they needed something from us we didn't need nothing from them. We like, had everything. They had. We had everything. Like we literally had everything we needed. And I say we because again, we're talking about us as a group. As a group. Now there is a book out that I forget who wrote it, but it talked about you know the Af- the African presence in in America or whatever. I would like to read that because I would like to see what it's talking. Because I'm, I'm just saying, I know that there were people here before Caucasian people got here on this land. But, again, who's to say my ancestors wasn't here? <laughs> Who knows? And we could, that, that's a whole nother conversation, bro. You know, and I have nothing against white people, Caucasians, right. anyone other. We've you said know, it on here. We're not racist you on know, the podcast. We're not, no, no, I have nothing. You know, and I was wrong for saying something when I was in the military. And I'm going to say this. I said that, you know, you know, we are all, um, all lives matter. And I told, and I only said that because at that time, you could tell the diversity as far as the whites from the, his, the minorities, mm-hmm. just period. I don't care if you're Asian, Hispanic, whatever, you mm-hmm. could tell. But we, black people already knew that all lives matter. <laughs> we already we knew care. that. 
we you never know, said that. Hispanics already know that all lives matter. Vietnamese already know that all lives matter. Right. It was the Caucasian industry or whatever sense of that that the issue came about in a sense. And it's like, Chaos. where did y'all come from with that? Why would mm-hmm. y'all come? Where did y'all come from with the hatred? Where did y'all come from with that? Where did that come from? You had you had to be taught to hate something, to hate us. What was it that made you hate us so much that you had to do that as a person, enslave us? You needed something from us again, so you came to us. So obviously we have the value, but we forgot that being so broken down and going through all the stuff that I'm pretty, you saw we had to go through in Roots. They was on a ship. Yeah. They had to go through that stuff. They were, you know what I'm saying? People would, you was by a dead body, yeah. <laughs> you know? Babies there. All that stuff, what's going on? They probably didn't even make it. Babies probably didn't even make it to the ship. More than likely. They probably tossed them overboard. Some of them got tossed <laughs> you know overboard. Hey, that, shit, that, that happened. But you know, they crying and all. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know? Just pure. Like, what, 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 why, where did you come from with the hate? What made you hate us, in a sense? And it's not just black people. Come on. I wish I could answer where that hate come from. I don't think no one can really answer that but them, the people that hate us. And the ones that, you know, have their own opinion about. It's not just blacks and LGBT or whatever. None of that, man. It's all that. I had to correct um, a girl that I worked with. Her name was Kelly, Mm -hmm. and she was Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. And what she said was, um, you know, I don't understand these Americans. They just let their kids grow up too fast and sleep. I mean, they put them out their own bed at four and five, and they home alone. And I asked her, I was like, when the customer got out the car, I asked her, I said, what did you mean by that? And she was like, oh, I didn't mean anything from it. And I was like, aren't you Vietnamese? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah. I said, so you are aware of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. When you do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some of us had to grow up too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely cultural. And that's the that's the complex thing about this country. We're all here, yeah. and they say and they say that like it's it's so general and like general is that like okay we're Americans, as if each of these fifty states don't have hundreds of cities with the same shit going on. So many different backgrounds, so many different issues, problems, and circumstances. Like history, man. Like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, everybody's an immigrant, unless you're Native American. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a Native American. All right. So the Afro American quest for identity family community the conflict between assimilation and separatism the 
conflict between assimilation and separatism. Can you break down a mm-hmm. Got my tailor put. Yes, ma'am. So, assimilation and separatism. When you look at Roots, you see he was separated from his home. Separatism. Snatched away from his village. The man who was out looking for Bart to make a drum. The man was about to go make a drum. And he got snatched in the forest. And he had to run. Like, and... Goodness gracious, that's a whole other conversation. Wow. But... Snatched away from his home. And now he's in the custody of these colonizers. And he's expected to act a certain way. What's your name? No, they wanted him to be told. They didn't want him to do the same customs that he did. They wanted them to act a certain way. We all know that they... Everybody was trying to just make the masses happy. They weren't doing what they were doing at home. I and I can't speak for all those like I can't speak on slavery like details because shit I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But you know they wasn't cleaning up after no white people. They wasn't nursing no white people children. They wasn't no, having to wasn't, work all day for that nothing. That wasn't normal. Yeah. That wasn't their norm. No. But they had to assimilate. They had to assume the position and do what was expected of them. What did you say earlier? Do what you had to do. Shuck and jive. What is it called? Step and fetch. Personality flex. Entertainment. (laughs) Whatever. Don't even know it. Just something to to keep them on the good side. Yeah. So the conflict is... You miss it home, but you they're telling you this your home now. Imagine that. And I just feel like if you know somebody who's had some similar experience, because we don't even have to talk about international trafficking. People are trafficked in this country often. And they have to live through that. They have to, hopefully they get found and they come back home, but all these Amber Alerts, kids getting snatched and they end up God knows where and somebody telling you, yeah, this is how you're supposed to be now. Well, you know, that's kind of like how it was with the military. That's You know, and you know, it's not bashing nothing with any other forces, you know. Um, you know, I'm, I was upset to hear about some, some say with some shipmates passing away mm-hmm. due to some <laughs> whatever may have happened, you know, yeah. mystery. Um, so, shout out to USS Boston, LH-4, hey. San Diego, California. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Um, I ain't been there for a long time, but it was a nice time. You know, unfortunate situations. Still love y'all though. Anyway. Um, had to be moved from the norm to something that was not normal. Mm-hmm. 
is a huge mind blowing transition where if the first few days really you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how people had to snap back and you know, from this you know, being slavery. I know that had to take longer than three days. But being like and having to be like three days and more and now this is what you have to do right now to get to where you wanna go. You don't know how long that's gonna be. So it's a process and transition in the mind, you know, that mind is something that we have to stay strong with. And if we don't then we won't be able to survive with that. We won't be able to survive with a weak mind. You know, you have to build yourself to be stronger, to know that, okay, this situation is happening, but I can overcome it. I need it. I, I have to overcome it. I must overcome it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's unnormal. It's uncomfortable. You want to get out of there. You want to go back. But in the situation, being in slavery, that's something that we all really don't really know. Our millennials, <laughs> us, us our age, what? We don't know how. Because we see that, we see what happened then from pictures, mm-hmm. videos, movies, documentaries, you know, family books, members. you know, family, like members. We, mm-hmm. family members. For us to have really been there at that time would have been, I don't know, you know, they would have been able to consume that. So and I just thank God for them yeah. being strong enough to do what they had to do yeah. for us to be where we need to be today. They, Like you said, they had to get, like they had to do what, do what they were told. They had to do the what they were told was just like, to survive. Yeah. Yeah, the seed was planted. Right. And now here they are, they're going to talk about religion. Well, they're going to talk about religion in their way to these people that know this being for themselves. They didn't even know put a face and name to it. They just knew it from the net, you know, from the from the sun, the earth, the moon, and stars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm sure in that African tradition, they had their own type of gods that exactly. they that they worshipped or or referenced to, mm-hmm. and that's why the idea of religion is so thwarted because the if you look at the grand scheme of things, they are parallel to the same principles. Mm-hmm. Give good energy, do right by others, a positive or a negative afterlife. Karma. <laughs> That's what I just mm-hmm. I think we was talking about um the I, I mentioned something about um people to take out of contact of the God of the universe. He is just that. Mm-hmm. He is the God of the universe. The whole entire Shebang. The 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 being of life, period. Earth is life. I'm be saying, man, they be like, the universe working or whatnot. Like, bro, something is working. The universe. What are you telling me? Exactly. What are you telling me? Like, exactly. And his name is I am. I am. Yahweh. That's his name. And this. Not put a name to it, Madison. And that's the perfect thing to talk about on it, like religion. And, you know... Not even religion, man. It's not religion. It's spiritual. It's spiritual, man. It is. It is. Because before I even became that, it was already in spirit. And that you right. that's why we on the same, you know on the same way, man. Cause For real. That's exactly what I was about to say. For real. We just got to get back to that. 
you know, religion, you know, can get confusing. That's why I don't want to even call myself religious anymore. You oh know, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to be weary. You know, I want to be careful if I call myself a Christian as well. I do believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe mm -hmm. in the Lord, my personal Savior. I do believe in God, you know, in Jesus and Holy Spirit and angels. I do believe mm -hmm. in that, you know. And you know what comes against that. Mm -hmm. You know what, what principalities. We, we were taught that in church. We, right. Our generation, we got away from the church, but we have to get back to the church. The church it's is not just us. the building. The church is us. And most of them. And watch. We all going to migrate together. And we're going to be saying some things. We're going to be talking to them, teaching each other some things. And, and praising God at the, and, and, and the means in between. Yeah, it's, it's not really about, group. like, the church as in a building. Mm -hmm. Like, my God is my God, you know? Mm -hmm. What I believe for him to do for me and who he is to me. My friend, mm -hmm. the the one I know who know my secrets and my deepness of my heart on things. Who helps me go on, move on daily mm -hmm. with my flaws. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. he's mm -hmm. the universe. You gotta have God for yourself. Yeah. It's, not about, it's oh, not about being, oh, Christian is and Buddhist is. No, it's God of the air. He hovered over us, Man, He parted the waters. The waters. He came in like, the hood. Hey, <laughs> he came in yes, the hood. He's sitting at the table. What's up? Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he Jesus was in the trenches. <laughs> he was in the trenches. Mm -hmm. He was not about to be on Wall Street. <laughs> what? No, he went. He came in. Some, he was chilling. He was like, he I need some, some real, real people. Yeah, who have a testimony that, that, that can grow. That can we? Like I said, it's life. We're mm -hmm. gonna blossom with him. You know, the disciples weren't yeah. cut from supernatural cloth. You know, mm -hmm. they were just regular men, just going about their lives. And here comes this man. positive power like it's because it's pure it's yeah. pure <laughs> in all his it's ways pure. <laughs> it's pure. and you know he might sit here and say like oh you know no you know no god freaks. we just know god for ourselves and you know in this world we the other people have forgotten about him and it's no no one's thinking about him Oh, they're not being introduced to him right they're being distracted he has by a personality just like us stuff. who you think created us Jesus was mm. the life of the party if you want to be honest right mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> again what you what you what you what he had his first miracle he was at a party mm -hmm. people love Jesus like Jesus was that the man of the people and this is before he really blew up mm -hmm. and it's like I read a book called Jesus by Max Lucado. I can't wait to talk on that book. That's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but people, like people love, Jesus loved to smile. There's not a lot of photos of Jesus smiling. Mm -hmm. Think about it. <laughs> not one. You, you know he had teeth. Right. <laughs> From the pictures they tried to show you. You tell yeah. me, you show me a picture of Jesus smiling. <laughs> Uh, 
don't know what I'm gonna do, but you you show me that. Right. <laughs> but that that was his character. People, he was a joy to be around. I don't think people would have followed up Scrooge for three and a half years. Had had personality. I'm sure Jesus had a very, a very great sense of humor. Yeah. Man, probably was cracking jokes, like <laughs> for real, yeah. turning up. You know, like how dare you be in my father's house? I'm telling <laughs> you, we got to write an urban. English. <laughs> he turning over tables. He turning over tables. What? Get out of here. I ain't having it. Like yeah, he know. he was that type of person. Mm-hmm. Like kids flocked to him. Like kids, kids, mm-hmm. and kids know energy. Right. Mm-hmm. If you if you ain't right in the spirit, a child ain't gonna mess with you. But it's that power. It's that positive, pure love mm-hmm. power. I could talk on the negative power that the slave owners thought they had, but I don't mm-hmm. feel like giving energy to that. Yeah. It's the it's the power of God that allowed those slaves to endure right. all that those slave Thank owners you, tried Jesus. to do. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah on that one. Thank you. Yes. You you think about it. You look at those they slave songs. Those were words of encouragement. Those were those were their mm-hmm. testimonies. Like mm-hmm. God's gonna trouble the water. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. That's powerful. That it's, was powerful right there. I felt that. That power. It's like it don't matter. Like you could be in a pitch dark room. No. Go on a cruise and don't have no window and turn the light out. That dark. You can't see shit. <laughs> you can't see a thing. But you have this one little lamp light. This one light. And it illuminates everything. It's mm. no longer dark. It may not be mm-hmm. the brightest, but it's not dark. Yeah. That's the power that it has. As small, the, wow. as small as a flame, you can still see in the darkness. There we go. That was I like that. And see, and even smaller than that, like a mustard seed. Mm. The a, faith <laughs> of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Man, you know how big a big do people really ever see how mustard seeds like? If, They're tiny. If they just don't see how mustard seeds look at me, how big. A mustard seed. That's how much faith. Just knowing, like, I, I don't see it right now, oh. but I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And God, you know, you're going to make it happen. So I'm going to just trust you to do what you say you're going to do. I'm okay? about to say, because that small little mustard seed takes everything. Yeah. You it have no patience. you have no room to, to worry mm-hmm. if you have faith. You can't, can't do both. Can't yeah. do both. You're right. Like you say, double-minded. Can't do that. Yeah. It's gonna drive you crazy even if you try. Well, even in even when you first beginning, you can it's it's a step at a time. Yeah. Like you say, the thirty minutes of reading, yeah, it's a step at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's gonna it it feel revival. That's what it feel like you're revived, like a fresh water just flow through you. You know. Yeah. 
when you think about where you come from, you may not believe in that. You may not be a believer. You may be an agnostic. You may be an atheist, what have you. And this conversation may not penetrate you, or better, hopefully it does. But somewhere along the line, there was a believer. Mm-hmm. How do I know that? Because we all came from Adam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. don't say it's not possible for you not to believe. Believing is a choice. You are capable of making your own choices. Mm-hmm. It's if you want to believe. Are you? Do you dare believe that you can have faith in something better happening for you? And putting in the work to make it happen for you. Because being not dismayed. I mean, listen, you, you can pray all day long, but faith without works is dead, and you have mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. And we can tie it back to the book. Yeah, these slaves had all the faith in the world. They were going to be free. That one day that they're going to survive to see a life without shackles. Um, you You see that they 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 take the time to work out schemes <laughs> if they're going to escape um they <laughs> they take the time to to map out how they're going to what time they're going to leave and though you know it wasn't it wasn't the wisest thing for most of them to, to try to escape on their own. Shout out to Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Shout out Harriet Tubman. She, she the real one. <laughs> but she did the work. She did the work. You're right. She can't think she could do it, but she did the work. And man, like, it's just a, it's on. A-W-E-I-N-G. It's on. To know that you come from such a lineage where they struggle like that. For all you know, your your great 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 granddaddy was a chief or a king or something somewhere mm-hmm. in the world. Right. You're made of that. And you know, I feel like I feel like we know that. And what you saying that, I feel like you could you could feel you feel like you're more than what you all right now you just have that feeling like you know i'm more than what my circumstance is right now i know i'm supposed to be uh, amazing or a billionaire trillionaire don't don't put yourself in a box don't don't put god in a box you know if you feel like you want to be you know more than you you just have that if you just have that feeling like dang i just know i'm supposed to be doing something else i just know i'm meant for more than just what i'm doing right now yeah than you are and it's gonna come and then just allowing things to go and how life is gonna be just gotta deal with things one step at a time have God ask God for that guidance that wisdom to know what steps to take mm-hmm. you know cause after a while cause we make our own we make if we make our say, if we make our steps like what we gonna do you know make our plans mm-hmm. it, it will it will go it will go to shit left every time <laughs> it will go to left Wrong. going in circles because it's going left every everything. time all types of all types of triangles and squares Mm-mm. 
One of my favorite Disney movies is Hercules. Mm. One of my favorite Disney movies is Hercules. And it, okay. I feel like it's pertinent to this particular topic because he too felt that. Like, remember the story? He was he was abducted as a child. Mm-hmm. Brought to Earth, tried to make mortal. Yeah. But he, he still maintained that strength within him. And... You know, he told his dad, like, he just feel like he's supposed to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he sought the guidance of God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I know that's mm-hmm. been thought, like, the big, yeah, yeah, big yeah. thought. But, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the big picture. I mean, it parallels. You You see where you come from. You identify and you learn that you are God. Like, mm-hmm. go out and do the work so that you can get back to where you came from. Yeah. That's exactly whatever what he that did. Means, whatever the works means. Like, that can mean different things for everybody. Whatever now, that works. You find out what works for you. Right. We can't tell you, and we're not condoning nor condemning any illicit activities. <laughs> However. I ain't said none of that. Because <laughs> they'll listen to it, and they'll apply it that way. No. Oh, no. We got to be very specific. We're not, yeah. we're not saying go out and do anything heinous. But oh, no. you, you find out. A way to get to you, and all of that means like, where do you come from? What is it that you? Where do you want to go? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Gotta get back to you to know that you know. We, and, and we I guess we could get lost in our everyday. You know, maybe that's that. That's it goes back to what we were saying about that. You, you know, we make time for what we want. You know. Mm-hmm. If we want to kind of get back to ourselves, we'll make that time, you know, to write, to read, to pray, to meditate, to do our craft, to do things that we, you know, want to perfect in, mm-hmm. you know. Even if it's not much for a business, you're doing something for your business, you know. Sure. Moving towards something. As long as you're moving, you're not just saying, hey, well, I'm just going to wait. Well, let's do something while we wait, you know. Got to be productive. Got to be productive. Now, this particular book, ladies and gentlemen, it should make you wonder. It makes you wonder about many things. It makes you wonder about, and it's kind of a summary, where do I come from? What's my identity? Where did what kind of religion did my ancestors practice? Because I mean, I kind of want to know. Like, mm. Were they what region were they? What did the and where did Christianity come in the picture? And how did I come to a place where I don't? I wouldn't consider myself religious. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like I'm I'm very spiritual and like you said I I have my beliefs. I believe that Jesus Christ Yeshua. I, that was a real nigga, man. Like, he, he real life came down here, knew exactly how it was all supposed to turn out, and not fold. Because <laughs> mm. as soon as somebody was like, man, they about to betray you. He was his father's business. Man, For real. Exactly. <laughs> like, this man he said, knew the end before the beginning, mm-hmm. so he, he had that in mind, too. Even though it was going to hurt, he had to end. How many times we grew up and we knew that we about to get our ass cut. Oh, yeah. And you can only just imagine what's about to happen. In between, before you do. Yeah. But this man <laughs> came to earth 
all knowing that he was about to go through this, still do it. Mm-hmm. He, he cried. He moaned. He warned. Yeah. said, oh my God, please don't mm-hmm. let me do this. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus really said, please, I don't want to do it. I don't. Yeah. But it's not what I want. What yeah. you want? I know that had to been like, it's power. Ooh. That's power. Every time you think about this it, power. And you and I feel like, yes, we do need to just break it down like that to our generation. Like mm-hmm. he did that for you. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, he still did it for you. Like Rather you believe. Cannot. Right. He's still just waiting on you. It is. He gonna be done, though. I don't know no living, breathing, walking, talking, growing up, went through the life that I live, and I don't know no what the any. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. In flesh, oh Jesus, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know no other. Yeah. Man, listen. That's the thing. He conquered all other gods, though. All of them. He conquered yeah. all other gods. One day he gonna make his majestic return mm-hmm. in due time. In due time. Mm. But you gotta know where you, and that's that's a that's a ethereal thing. Like, did do you know that you came from something beyond this world? Do you really sit down and, and ponder the fact that some this is something inside mm-hmm. me? You're not just your brain, your heart, your organs. It is something that is mm-hmm. making all of this and work in me. And me when I was in my mother's womb. What? Yeah. Yeah. You were, you've been, he been here before, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah. you got to know where you come from. You come from God. Right. Mm-hmm. And where he dwells. There's a tiny space between from what you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean it's like a tiny space between like the 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 brain and the the soul and the everything, like that's already around the the brain. You know, it's around the mind. And it's like that hovering over what's over the mind, that gotta be the spirit. That gotta be the God the spirit that God gave to you. You know, because there is a space in it. You know, it was a teaching for Juanita Brown. I remember she she studied that, so she's taught to Juanita Brown. Mm -hmm. I have to go back and really look at that, but I don't want to quote nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that there's a a space between the soul, the brain, and the spirit, and everything that's in us. Mm -hmm. And there's a space between us. There's some space in here in our brain Mm -hmm. that always it is a hovering of God's spirit that he gave us. You know, so... I believe that, you know, I don't believe in reincarnation and all that. You know, I don't go talk, talking deep into that. <laughs> but God gave us each and every person something. Something that we could each and we could use from each other and help with each other for his glory. We have to activate it in each other. Have to. You got to leave this time. Yeah. Wow. Roots, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is a, it is a pretty dense book. If you're not a, a reader, definitely go watch the movie. Um, 
I enjoyed this. Yeah. This conversation was definitely. And it's 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 more cerebral because you you can't help but wonder like what's that? Okay, so I said, God, how did you know to make the trees green? <laughs> Man, listen. Okay, so look, so look. You can't tell me God not real. Like it's this Netflix documentary, I believe. Um, and it and then got the science behind it how the trees are green it is the thing that was like yes alright so our great national parks on Netflix um it's narrated by Obama y'all like and the scenery it's jaw dropping amazing and you look at it, you're like, bro, God, God, God had made this. Something made this. We can talk about God all day. But nevertheless. All day. <laughs> but nevertheless. I thank both of y'all for coming through and talking with me. This was, this was dope. This was dope. And I thank everyone for taking the time to, to listen and catch the vibes. This is it's a real mellow. I like this vibe today. And just being alive through literature. Go get the book. Go listen to the book. Go watch the movie. Go talk to your family about your roots. Remember where you come from. Right. It's important. It's important. And until we meet again, everybody, stay late.